Most stories we tell in real life are under 500 words. You're at a party, everyone has a glass of wine, and suddenly you have the floor. You throw out your little story like a grenade. Once I knew a guy who, and if you have any social graces at all, you probably keep it under 500. So my advice would be this. Don't get all up in your head thinking short, short stories have to be poetry without the line breaks. Don't put on your beret. Just tell a story, an actual story. Quick, while they're still listening. Rebecca Mackay. typewriter a podcast about writing and the writing life i'm paul and it's time again for short story saturday we're going to keep doing the short story saturdays at least as long as everyone's confined during the coronavirus pandemic because we all need more content you need more stuff to listen to i need more stuff to do today's short story is actually flash fiction from an author named max luther And I hope you enjoy it. Stay well, stay healthy, keep on writing. Deadly Questions by Max Luther This was the one part of the job that I hated. But I had chosen this life and was happy with it, so I didn't complain. I wish I could have said the same for the woman sitting next to me. So where are we going, she demanded. We've got to see Tommy B, I answered. Why? Because the boss said so. I don't see why I had to come, she said, pouting like a small child. I'm not one of his hired goons. I just do what I'm told, I replied, like a good hired goon. The boss said, bring you? So I did. She was silent for a moment, thank God. Lucy was one of those women who never shut up which is what got her into the position she's in now. In our line of work, you don't ask questions and you always keep your mouth shut, even if you're one of the boss's girlfriends, especially if you're one of the boss's girlfriends. But she thought she knew everything and didn't hesitate to tell you. How far away is it? Lucy asked. Not much farther, Tony answered from the back seat. With Lucy's constant yammering, I'd almost forgotten Tony was in the car. It was never wise to forget about Tony, especially if he was behind you. Many had made that very mistake and paid dearly for it. Turn here, Tony said. I turned off the two-lane blacktop onto a narrow gravel road. The sky was turning a bluish tint that you get right before the sun crests the horizon. The gravel made the car vibrate slightly, which was not to my liking. A smooth ride was better for this. Who the hell would live out here? Lucy asked in a huff. It was easy to be condescending about others' lot in life when yours was so comfortable. I told you, I said. Tommy B lives out here. It was getting harder for me to remain polite. This is stupid, she replied. Why did I have to get up before dawn to come see some guy in the sticks? Out of the corner of my eye, I can see Tony's arm moving up 
Lucy doesn't say anything. She's too busy asking the wrong questions. I should have hooked up with old man Dario, she continued. He treats his girlfriends like princesses, even better than his wife. Do you think he would send his best girl out to the sticks at five in the morning? The bullet stopped her incessant talking mid-sentence. She slumped forward, her head resting against the dash. The faint smell of gunpowder filled the car. I pulled over into a shallow ditch. I wonder if that answered her question, Tony asked. Thanks for listening to today's episode of Angry Typewriter. I hope it's been both informative and entertaining, especially for you writers out there. If you're enjoying these podcasts, I hope you'd also consider clicking on the support this podcast link on the Anchor site. For as little as 99 cents a month, you can help keep these episodes coming, and it will also go a long way toward making this podcast completely ad-free. Thanks again.